Do you like fantasy sports? If you're listening to this, we're sure you do. Are you ready for a new challenge this year? Dynasty Owner is the new way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an actual franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique and challenging experience that will test your skills as an owner and general manager. You will have complete control over your team's future. You can build through the draft, make trades, sign free agents, and manage your team's salary cap. Can you create a dynasty of champions? Sign up now at DynastyOwner.com and get started on building your dynasty. Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to the busiest day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. The NFL draft is over. The degenerate rookie drafts are... The degenerate rookie drafts have ended already, okay? The the common degenerate rookie drafts started probably this morning, and we are doing this now. We are talking values. I mean, I don't know who these guys picked because that's, that's part of the fun. Spoiler alert, guys. My guys are rookie. Just yes, saying. Of course. I, you, Just I, I I definitely brought a rookie in as well. So <laughs> did I. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, I assumed not, I didn't want to speak dummies. But you've heard them talk. John Bosch, Kane Fisell are here. I'm Russ Fisher. And I mean, we're not, no, we need to get this out. We need to get this out fast. So let's just keep going. Uh, John has quarterback. I do. But first off, let's address this elitism that all of a sudden, Mr. I have one draft before the NFL draft is trying to throw shade on the rest of us. Now we're only common degenerates. We're not even the special degenerate. You are not the most degenerate. You are the most common okay. type of degenerate. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. How does everybody, how do how does about half of that league feel right now about their first round draft picks? I think everyone's mostly fine, except for, you know, the guy who took Willis at two. Oh, I don't think Sam has a drafter. Oh, that's right. Those quarterbacks got taken at the end. That's yeah. not good for those guys. Let's see. Yeah, Corral at 111, Howell at 112. I mean, Corral, third what was third round to the Panthers, I think. That's not terrible. Doesn't make you feel good, though. No, it does not. But, I, you know, the top of the draft is pretty much the exact same. Um, Pickett at 109 is probably a little bit of a value now. Or not that far off, really, anyway. But That's I'm not going to be sad about, you know, my fourth or fifth round picks getting picked in the third but i am going to be sad about my 206 rip hashtag team clemson big wide receiver i love you justin oh, be well like did the nfl like did he like fail the physicals yeah like, he should apparently he should not have been playing last year oh my god the clemson like <laughs> yeah if i were him now i'd be looking like okay how do i get money out of clemson for putting me back on the field yeah that's so freaking sad but no we're not being sad we're not being sad we're being happy we're being go lucky (laughs) and we're being other things that go along with that so that is a perfect transition to quarterback are we talking about andrew luck malik willis Um, (laughs) i said go lucky and you said that's a perfect transition like oh yeah let's go andrew luck baby that was the sarcasm font um (laughs) so i don't even really know where to begin here. Malik Willis, guys, um, like some people talked 
I, I thought there was a chance. I think everybody thought there was a chance that mm-hmm. maybe he'd be 101. Not yeah. in rookie drafts. In the NFL draft. It oh, didn't make – I mean, yeah. like – oh, I'm sorry. The first the first quarterback and early. Maybe not the 101, obviously, just because, you know, yeah. obviously that wouldn't make sense with positions and stuff. But, like, there's talk. He's going to go really fast, and he's going to be the quarterback Detroit off the Lions, right maybe. away. Yeah, Detroit Lions. Going to get him. Um, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> Like he was our, all of ours. I'm pretty sure. I don't think any of us had him outside of our top player in super flex. Justin Ross signing with the chiefs. Okay. That's good. (laughs) That is good. Sorry. I just, I saw a pop up and I'm like, all right, let me just check that. No, no, no. That's, that is, that is very, very good. All right. So Malik Willis, I I don't have, I can't give you the visual because this is an audio uh, but if you look at the little like uh, value chart on dynastytradecalculator.com, thank you guys for letting us podcast on your network. His just, you know, it's a pretty steep line going downwards at this point. He went from being equal to the 101 in Superflex to being 12.2, which is equal to the 1.12. So first pick in the first round to last pick in the first round. How you guys feel? You gonna waste that final first round pick on a guy that got round three, round three, right? Yeah, round three, uh, draft capital in the NFL. Nope. Um, I did a very quick throw together of my rankings slash like order draft order kind of thing, and I have Willis around fourteen to sixteen. Um, at some point, I think it's worth the gamble because he still fell to a team that needs a quarterback. Like Tannehill isn't the answer. Tannehill is going to be gone, not this year, but probably next year, I think it is. In which case, in the middle of the second-ish, why not take that risk at getting a running quarterback on a team that has done well with not the best quarterback? I mean, that, that seems like an okay risk to me, you know? So I have, uh, I, I mean, I have, man, uh, him and Ritter, like right next to each other in that area because they're both on teams that will probably start th- or there's a better chance than your average third round pick to get started soon. But yeah, no, 112, not the 112 at all. What about you, Kane? I want the pick by a lot. Uh, like. Just the chance that a third round pick hits, right? You've you've decreased your probability thirty fold almost, right? So it's like it, it's tough, and and I think overall, um, a third round pick is not going to hold the value if they don't start for a year or two, like a first round quarterback is, right? Um, so Tannehill is going to start, obviously. So I it, I find it really really tough. Wait, wait, wait. Can I, I do this? Malik Willis right now. I want to say before I do this, I'm joking. This is not serious. <laughs> Russell Wilson was drafted in the third. Come on, guys. Come on. True story. True story. Tom Brady was drafted in the 18th or something. They and invented he... the 18th round just to draft Tom Brady. That That's also a true story. Yes, completely true story. All right, so... All right. This time I will take the pick also just, just to say that. Oh yeah. Um, I just kind of assumed it moved on. You, you had said like middle of the second, I will say like, once we get to that second round, then I'm kind of okay. Taking him. 
<laughs> like the 201 and the 112 feel extremely different. I do want to know what are my other options at the 201. Like if there's a wide receiver that happened to fall that I like, um, you know, because there's a big glut of wide receivers yeah. right there at the end of the first. There's a, several of them I would want over Malik Willis. But like if they ended up going, I traded up earlier to the 202 in a league it's a salary cap league so it's a little bit different but like i it's a 14 team super flex league so he went the 16th pick overall um and like quarterbacks are hard to come by and expensive in that league so oh yeah even more worthwhile in the second round to take the risk on a quarterback yeah like i gave up i think i gave up uh the 211 and my second rounder no somebody else's second rounder next year for the 208 and the 202 and i was like you oh. know what that's like i'm gonna take the shot if he if if he doesn't see the field at all this year he stays on his rookie salary for me in this particular league but nonetheless like it's so low risk when you get to that point what's the worst that happens i lost out on the second round pick like yeah okay. like no big deal in if by some chance it, it is a good landing spot for him, terrible duration of time to get to that landing spot. The flight got delayed and all that, whatever, but he's there. I'm going to take a very small risk and maybe a year from now that talent wins out. You know, maybe, maybe we see. Uh, so I'm not completely out on him. I sure as hell. I'm not trading into the first to get him early second fire away. Why not? All right, the list. So we have Malik Willis, obviously. Let's go ahead and throw Ryan Tannehill on that list. Well, how about Ritter and Mariota on that list? <laughs> and then let's go ahead and throw Davis Mills and Jameis Winston on the list as well. Oh like, hey, those two are starters. <laughs> this is rough. There's, I, I had Baker Mayfield on the list, but I crossed him off. Like, I kind of want to – screw it. Let's put him on. We'll go 70. All right, I don't feel bad about my six then. Oh, all right. You don't have to feel bad about it. All right, throw Baker on the list too. Like, who's which one of them is a starter next year? Which one of them is a starter in week seven? All right, so I have a list here. All right, good. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, but we're just going to go with it. Um, <laughs> I have Jameis at one. Um, because they didn't draft a quarterback. That's exactly the reason. And I, think, yep. I put the one right next to him right away. I think that's important. <laughs> yeah. I have Ritter at two um, and Tannehill at three because I think Tannehill plays a little bit longer than Mariota does as a starter. So that's why Ritter at two, Tannehill at three. Willis at four because I think he at least has a future in this league over Mariota who might or might not have a future um baker at six because it's clear no one wants to trade for him and then um uh, miles at seven just because or mills at seven just because um i think he's just a one-year rental in a bad offense he's a starter yep i'm like i'm i'm stuck with the one next to Jameis, and that's all i have right now <laughs> all right i'll get i'll give mine while you're going through that so i also have Jameis at one for the reasons he is the clear starter this year. I he he's got the least blocked path to remaining a starter. Mm -hmm. I, you know, like, but that'll change between now and next year. Gotta believe. Unless he's unless he's good. So I mean, he's number one. 
on this list of on this list that honestly Willis would have just freaking dominated this list a week ago today. Yep. All right. So Jameis Winston's number one. I have Tannehill number two. He's a starter. <laughs> he is a starter. And even if he's not the starter for the Titans next year, he feels like the guy that could go the Ryan Fitzpatrick route and fill in, uh, you know, go team, bounce team, the team, be the gap guy. I'm going to get future starts out of him. I will be able to put him in my lineup beyond just this year. I don't know that I'm putting my Mariota in my lineup ever again after this year, but he is my number three because I will happily put him in my lineup at the beginning of this year. Ritter is my number four because I will probably be putting him in my lineup at the end of the year. Uh, and those two could probably be flip-flopped. It, it really would depend on how you're set up. If, if it's my QB three, I'd rather have Ritter. If it's yeah. somebody that I have to start, I would rather have Mariota right now. Yeah, I'd like to have, I, both, I'd like to have both of them on my squad. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's tough to – if anyone but Jameis on this list is your QB2, it's a little rough. Yeah. Go get the other one. If you have Mariota, go get Ritter. If you have Ritter, go get Mariota. Then you have a QB2. Just play team quarterback. Like, <laughs> don't try to don't try to outsmart the NFL player, the NFL management and – coaches that are going to actually end up deciding which player sees the field, just pay, pay what you need to, to get both of them. They're not expensive. So add them both. Then you have a QB starter, at least that's all that matters at this point in the uh, little exercise. Uh, I have Willis number five, pretty much the same reason as Ritter. But at this point, I, I would rather see Ritter in Atlanta's offense than Willis in Tennessee's offense. I have Davis Mills six. He's a starter, question mark, uh, you know, fine. I, I, I don't want to – I think I'm just done with Baker. Until we until he gets cut or he's not going to get traded, I don't even know what – I really don't know what their options are. It seems very bad. Quarterback um, injury maybe might help, you know, if something happens preseason. Yeah, maybe – and then maybe the trade – yeah, I mean, it would have to be a good team. It would have to be like a team like Denver loses Russell Wilson, and they like they've pinned a lot on this year, on this year. Yeah, and so then they're like, "Fine, we'll take Baker off." You're like, "God, we'll do it." You know, they'll figure it out. That's that's his only avenue to get starts this year. It feels like Jimmy G's still presumably available too. Like nobody seemed interested in him. Shoulder surgery, probably though. Yeah, but what like that team? I can't. Even though he took them deep in the playoffs, I can't believe they'd play him. So, you know, I think I don't know. Teams, if a team has to go decide, are they going to go get want Baker or are they going to want Jimmy G? If they're going to go out and go that route, uh, they, they, right. it's an ugly, ugly scenario. So I don't, I don't want Baker. All right, yeah. did I did I stall long enough, Russ? You absolutely okay. did, and I hate my order. Good. Uh, I have James at one because that's the easy answer. I have Ritter at two. Because combination of upside and when he could slash should be starting, assuming he starts. Because again, well, he was in the second, right? Or is he the third? I can't remember. Life. He was a day two pick. Yeah, that's all I remember. But regardless, give me give me a reader there uh, because they're rebuilding. In which case. 
they spent decent capital on a quarterback, which means hopefully they give him a chance. And what's better than a chance to start at quarterback when you have Drake London and Kyle Pitts out there with you? So give me that. Three, I have Tannehill because I agree with what John said. He's starting right now. Chances are he'll start somewhere else after this too because he was good enough. And at four, I have Willis because I don't know. For the upside, and the, there's a good chance he can start there. Right, I have right, Mariota right. at five. Third round, with, by the way. Third round pick. Yeah, that's number, right. number 74 off the board. Sorry. Yeah. I have Mariota five and Mills at six. They're both starting this year. But do I want to start either of them? Probably not, which means, again, assuming this is QB3, give me the QB3 with the upside as well. And these guys don't necessarily have that. Like if Mills like shows out, then cool. Maybe he gets the job, but I think it'll be really, really, really tough. If Houston is really bad and they have an early pick, even if they do decide to stay with Mills, it will not be believed until after the draft. So his value is going to tank until like this time next year. And it still won't get that high because everyone will just keep saying, well, they'll just draft one next year. They're just draft one next year. So Mills, I think his value is pretty dead for a while. He literally has to be good and get money. Like yeah. the Houston's would have to pay him unnecessarily. For people uh, they, to believe that he's yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's a lot of time on quarterbacks. We're going to move over to running back. Oh, no, no, no. I have, a, I have a quick question about quarterbacks. Sorry. Can I ask it? But I moved on already, John. I know. Yeah, I, I you you did try and go fast. I, I I am the one that loves playing a disgusting quarterback in my quarterback two slot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel very comfortable that I will have plenty of options this year. I feel extremely uneasy that any of them are going to be as productive as it's been in the past. Like last year, I experimented with Taylor Heineke a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, that ended poorly. <laughs> a lot, yeah, it ended poorly. It was okay for a few weeks. Um this might be the year where I start really looking for somebody a little more solid in my QB two uh, spot. I'm I'm not going to be that person that ends up getting two stud quarterbacks, but if I've got one, I might start looking more towards that QB 12 QB 13 range rather than wanting to uh, dip down to this late twenties, early 30 range. Oh, as always, Go get Tom Brady and make him your QB too. Yeah. Pay pay the 112 or the 201 for Tom Brady instead of Malik Willis at this yep. point. Can, can, can we go on? Yes, can yes, we, yes, yes. Can I finish? Can I finish? Unless you have a massive disagreement with that. Nope. Don't care. Uh now we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna do running back now. And like I said, we're all doing rookies and we already did Brees Hall. Let's talk about Kenneth Walker because to uh, me, wait, he's next. where where did where did Brees Hall go? Well, yeah, he also does not. J-E-T-S, oh man, imagine Jets, 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 Jets. two weeks in a row. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I, I just wanted to see how Michael Carter was doing. Why? Oh, okay. Why? No, Why well. would you bring it up? Just let me. So, so Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker. All right, Kenneth Walker. We're talking about the Seahawks right now. So we're talking about Kenneth Walker going to the Seahawks, which honestly, I think I've said every single time he was brought up. Now it looks like a Seahawks pick, and. It happens. So, and we have to see how high this brings him. Because in the Dynasty Trade Calculator, he is worth the 104 exactly. And would you take him at the 104? Yes. He's he's probably my 102. Um, it, not because I like him better than a lot of these receivers. 
I like him as the only other running back that I want. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I want Brees Hall. He's my 101. I think I Kenneth Walker becomes my 102 solely because like if you pass him, who's the next running back you're going to take? Like it's, it is, there's a lot of guys I'm willing to give a second and throw a second round pick at for running back. I'd love it if they hit. I have zero expectation of them. There's no other running back that I want in the first round. So yep. because of that, like I'll, I'll put him in my 102 and I can take a slew of wide receivers after that. Probably 10 wide receivers after Kenneth Walker. And I feel not terribly different from one to the next. All right. So you think he's worth more than the 104. Okay. Kane, oh, yeah. what about you? I uh, Yeah, I think 104 is good. Uh, 103 would be good. Um, you know, I perfectly neato grafting him wherever. Um, I think here's the thing, right? Uh, yeah, I just threw neato in there. Everything is equal this year. Yeah, I know. No, so, but but here's the thing that's not equal, right? The amount of running backs actually in good systems that can get a lot of work compared to the wide receivers that can get a lot of work, right? There's a ton of wide receivers and a ton of them that can get a good amount of work, but there's only a few running backs and they're going to go really, really quickly. So if I'm a person, let's say I have, I don't know, a few picks in round one, right? If I'm a... If I'm a person, yeah, breaking um, news: Kate's not a person. So let, let's say, but but just just for discussion here, let's say I have the 103, 104 ish, one of those picks, and then a few like back to back picks, maybe 111, 112, something like that. Right? I'm going to take the running back at that first pick because I know no matter what, there's not going to be a running back that can have that amount of touches year one without me completely guessing on who that running back's going to be. Right. That's a better way of putting it. I like that. <laughs> and so I have, I've, a, I feel a lot more safe drafting that one of the two running backs early than trying to hold out for a running back and, and keep doing what I would call Keyshawn Vaughning it oh. uh, drafting yep. a running back too <laughs> early um, just because we might like the landing spot. Um, so. I'm, you know, early running back for one of those two guys and a lot of wide receivers for me at the rest of this draft is my current thoughts. Yeah, I'm, it's hard to push my bias away. I completely agree and understand everything Kane just said. Full disclosure, in the Dynasty Trade Calculator Listener League where Kane and I run the Dynasty Wall Street team, we took Brees Hall at one and Drake London at two. Had you not gotten Brees Hall at one, though, would you have taken Kenneth? Like, would that have changed? You got a running back. Yes. Like, would that have changed how you viewed your 102 pick if you did not also have the 101? Yes. Yeah. See, and I, I think that's where you come from. Just wanted to put the truth out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, so I agree with everything, so we don't need to keep talking about it. Let's go to the list. Ready for this? Barely. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious what veterans are now equal to some of these first round picks. <laughs> Cam Akers. What? Okay, we're that high. All right. Akers is way above him. Sir Nicholas Chubb. That I can see a little more. Ezekiel Elliott. Mr. Antonio Gibson. Because we've got to keep talking about him. Oh, yeah. And Kenneth Walker. Oh, so man, just five? Man, look at you. One, two, three, four, five. There were six. Oh, I missed Travis Etienne. 
Oh, good. Uh, interesting. Wondering when we could talk about him again. I should have ranked these at some point, but I did not. All right, I can go. Go ahead. Um, so I have Acres at one. Much better offense. They're going to push the ball down the field more. They're going to get more red zone touches. Um, so I want that. I have Walker at two. Um, I have uh, Gibson at three for now. I have ETN at four. I think the first two are a tier, and Gibson and ETN are a tier for me. I have Zeke at five in a tier by himself, and Chubb way below that at six. You, are, you ready, John? You need me to stall... I can go. My list is extremely different. I may have approached this differently. Uh, so I approached it from the aspect of I want a running back. Which running back do I want to add to my team? I only want a running back in one scenario. I'm competing. <laughs> like, I if I'm not, I don't want... I literally want zero of these players. You guys have seen that discussion in the Dynasty yeah. Trade Calculator Listener League. Look, if I'm not competing, literally just quit sending me offers for running backs. I don't want them. I don't. Yeah. You can offer me Christian McCaffrey. I, I'm not going to want Christian McCaffrey. I'm not going to want anybody that's at the running back position if I'm not competing. So I only approach running back from a competing standpoint. Because if not, they're all the same. Zero. Uh, Akers, easily number one on the list for me. Like, I mean, head and shoulders above. Not only do I think he'll score plenty this year even though he's in came off the injury, he's like they, the one with the most future upside for me on this list quite easily. Since I'm competing, I'll go ahead and just take Nick Chubb next Zeke after that Antonio Gibson after that. Then I have to decide between ETN and Kenneth Walker. I think Kenneth Walker. Um, I think it's because he just got drafted that, like my initial thought was he's going to be above ETN. But as I sat and kind of thought about it, as Kane was talking, um, I want ETN above Kenneth Walker. Like, yes, he didn't do anything last year because of his injury, but I liked ETN so much. Mm -hmm. Like the, the only knock is I've had to wait. (laughs) I haven't had to wait yet for Kenneth Walker, but that I don't, I don't think that should factor in as much as my initial impression when I was trying to rank these should. Like mm-hmm. if they were literally in the same draft class and came out at the same time against each other last year or this year, ETN would easily be above Kenneth Walker for me. So ETN's above Kenneth Walker and Kenneth Walker's last. I mean, I, I if you can't, <laughs> if you're not competing, trade any of these running backs to get the draft pick and take Kenneth Walker. So don't misinterpret what I'm saying, folks. If you're not competing and you have to have be stuck with a running back, Acres is the one you want. Um, but if you if you're not competing and you have to have a running back on your roster for some reason, it's Walker. Yeah, I took this in more of a value sense as well. I'm with Kane. Mine was insanely similar. I have Cam Akers at one, Kenneth Walker at two, because even if Rashad Penny is called the starter, he's gonna twist his ankle getting the first handoff and miss a couple of weeks. Yeah. Travis Etienne at three, Antonio Gibson at four. And then when you hit Zeke and Chubb, I'll take Zeke because he's more likely to catch catch passes than Chubb is. But let's say like week one and two go by and all six of these players have a bad game. All of them. Two bad games. Who's going to drop the Zeke and Chubb are dead. 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 Yeah. But everyone else will be up there and the next drop will be 
Antonio Gibson because we've been disappointed before. Yep. We'll give excuses for ETN because of the injury. We'll give excuses to Walker because he's a rookie. And Cam Akers will understand because he's coming off of the injury. So yep. th- that's that's the act. That's the avenue I travel down to make my rankings. They are those three are are more insulated. That's you're definitely right there. Yeah. Like Akers, ETN, and Walker all have a little more insulation. All right, let's what move up over. What up retirement time for Chubb, Zeke, and Gibson? Yeah, I, well, they'll be RB twos in the league if they have the ego to do that for a couple more years. But yeah, why bother? Fantasy, <laughs> fantasy retirement, sure. Um. So. You know, you kind of mentioned my wide receiver earlier. We took Drake London at the 102. Um, and the reason why we did, just a quick explanation on that, is because we're a complete rebuilding team. And out of some of the top running backs, I think Drake London has the highest chance, or the highest ceiling, rather. So the highest possibility for him to be kind of that top-tier asset because there's no one else on his team other than Kyle Pitts. And, uh, you know we want to hit that ceiling and have that value increase as much as possible. Right. So that's why we went someone like Drake London. Um, but we took him at the one Oh two. Um, his current value is around the one Oh four. So where are you taking London? I guess is the question you taking him at one Oh four before that. I'm fine with one Oh four. I mean, I let's okay. So actual rankings, I guess at this point will for me go Brees Walker and then take your point, like pick your poison. Like I'm, Probably Burks, and then I want to take Garrett Wilson, but London does have the better, like you said, everything you just said. So I would absolutely understand London at four and then Wilson at five because it's a team that John will just never draft a guy from anyway. Oh, I'm changing, man. I'm changing. It's because of how great they just drafted. Yeah. They they did draft very well. (laughs) like so yeah I will I wouldn't begrudge the 104 to anyone but I think I'm still at 105. So the two running backs are ahead for me. <laughs> and then it is I want to put Garrett Wilson as my first receiver so badly. But like then two of my top 3 rookie players are Jets. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the math on that the Jets <laughs> The Jets having one player actually hit and be productive for fantasy seems like a stretch. Um, so like then, and that's, that's totally bad process because they're individual players that, you know, like that it shouldn't matter, but the Jets don't turn out anybody fantasy relevant. And so even if let's say these two players are actually good, so much of their production, especially Garrett Wilson's, is then going to be linked to Zach Wilson. <laughs> like, how do I? So I, I, I simply can't put Garrett Wilson as my favorite receiver anymore, my favorite rookie receiver anymore. Um, so I mean, London jumps him. Uh, Jameson Williams, I like him a decent amount the hell he's got jared goff like his rookie year feels like it's not going to be great Traylon burks he's got Tannehill. um i mean drake london's got mariota like all these guys kind of went to situations where like good they can become the leading receiver on their team but like they don't have somebody 
really great throwing to them right now. I'm the, don't, 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 don't let this foreshadow thinking I'm pushing Sky more all the way up to the top receiver. I'm not doing that. Those people are crazy. Uh, I think Chris Olave is the wide receiver I want right now more than any of them. Jameis somehow <laughs> becomes the one that might be able to make him make one of these rookie uh, receivers like the most fantasy relevant in their rookie season to me. That Again, does not feel good. So I, I think Alave um, becomes my 103. I've thought about this way too much and I've written rewritten my like, I don't have rankings, but I kind of put the draft orders together since I'm having a bunch of drafts today. So I kind of yep. need to know in, in advance, like what, which, which player am I actually going to pick when I'm on the clock? Hopefully I can just trade down, but nobody wants to move this year. Like, good luck if you're trying that. Nobody nobody wants to move up because nobody cares. Um, so Olave is probably my, my 103. I think Drake London does probably slot right in there at the 104, 105. Uh, it's going to be a toss-up between him and Garrett Wilson for me at those after Olave. Um and honestly, the way that I'll end up drafting is if I take London and one, I'll just take Wilson in my next draft. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be overweight on any of that group of receivers I just talked about. They're all going to be scattered throughout the drafts. So I'm just going to get a mix. I'm going to get a nice mix of them, of each of them. I it's it's really, I'll, I'll take. I, so oh, look, London versus the pick, like I. What's it matter? <laughs> What's it matter? I think I think right. the more question was where do we rank him in terms of versus the other rookies? Right. Yeah. And so I'm in, instead of like going with the list, we're just gonna play a quick with that because I feel like that that's a little more easy than than kind of ranking these guys. So it's basically, do you want this veteran or do you want Drake London at this point? Right. That's, I like that's it. kind of where we're at. Rookie over there. Um, Rookie. Yeah. So. Rookie of the vet. Do you want? Do you want Thank Drake you, Nathan Powell. Credit to you. Do you want Drake London or DJ Moore? I'll take DJ Moore. That's wow. an easy one for me. I'll take DJ Moore. Is it bad? I'll go with the ceiling with Drake London. I would go with DJ Moore here. Um, now it's Drake London or Deontay Johnson. Deontay. Hmm. That one feels closer to me because I like DJ Moore better than Deontay Johnson. Uh, I'm probably still going. Oh God. <sighs> Trubisky and Pickett. <laughs> Um, I don't care. They're the same. Um, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the risk and I'll go with the upside of Drake London, <laughs> the, the, the unknown. I'll, I'll bet on the unknown. Yeah. I'm he, he's, 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 there as well. he's a lot closer to the beginning of his career. So his value is more insulated as a rookie receiver. <laughs> I guess that could be the difference for me. Right. Let's get a little older on this one. Drake London or Stefan Diggs. Oh, it's Diggs. Diggs. Easy. Yeah. I agree. And then last one, Drake London or Chris Godwin. I'll take Godwin. Yeah. 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 Godwin's tied to Brady for this year. And then presumably a first round rookie pick <laughs> next year at quarterback. Uh, you know, because um, next year there's some good quarterbacks. Hopefully they stay good and they don't, you know, Sam Hallis. Their final year. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to take Godwin as well. But um, that leaves Drake London. You know, if you had Drake London below all these guys that he's currently slotting in at like wide receiver 13, wide receiver 14-ish range. Is so, he really? Yeah. And you just, you picked him over Deontay Johnson, who's coming in at like wide receiver 12, 13-ish. So, um, you know, I think uh, I think we clearly see the, the uh, upside with Drake London. No, absolutely. And I think we are at a weird spot where, uh, like, we don't have a lot of wide receivers with the wide receiver one upside anymore. Like maybe two, three years ago, felt like there was like six or seven. And now there's like three, four at best. And everyone else is like, they could be wide receiver six or they could be wide receiver 16. Okay, cool. Like we're in, like, it feels like this weird blob of an area in which case, yeah, take the rookie where rookies have mostly been showing out in a very good situation, or at least in a situation where they will get a lot of attention. It kind of does make sense, especially, or I should say, even with a rookie class we're not thrilled about. Yeah, I wonder, no matter who your favorite receiver out of this class is, I I, I think that is part of it, Russ, that they, you, we don't see, I don't see any of them chasing down Chase or Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, they're not getting to that tier. And even if they're, even if they're extremely good, like, they don't have <laughs> I mean Chase is linked to Joe Burrow. Yes, Jefferson's with Cousins. But we've seen it twice. Cousins is arguably better than Mariota, Tannehill, Wilson, Goff, Jameis. Like even Cousins is better than the options that these guys have throwing on the ball. Yep. So they're gonna go through a rookie year where they're they're not gonna have a great quarterback throwing on the ball. So that's 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 going to cap their upside rise yeah. between now and next year. They can probably leap over like, you know, Adams, some of the, some of the oh, older yeah. got the, like the older, older range. But also They're, even if like DK doesn't do well with whatever quarterback they start, like there's a chance he drops to like 12 to 15 area. And if these yeah. guys have good rookie years, they jump above them. Yeah, they probably do. Ugh. It's it's a weird time. It's a weird time at wide receiver and running back. It's a weird year, guys. What do, it's we a do weird with year. A, what do you guys do with AJ Brown? What are your thoughts on him? We, I, I know this. I know he's this is totally out of it, but I'm curious since I respect your all's opinion. What do we do with AJ Brown? I still like him a lot. I still like he's him my wide receiver three. Thank you. Yeah. All right, I feel better. You make me feel better. Like uh, I mean, some people are kind of like it, it felt like there was a bit of panic for him. Am I wrong? And I'm just like wait, he's. He's That's just AJ people Brown, right? hating on Hertz for somewhat, you know, logical reasons. But that offense just got a whole lot better, so I'm I'm fine. Well, like re- realistically, right? Either Hertz is good, and AJ Brown and has so a good season, and Hertz remains the quarterback, yeah. or Hertz is bad, and he's probably AJ Brown's still going to have some decent games, and they're going to draft a quarterback with their two twenty-three first-round picks. <laughs> So they're yeah. probably going to be able to move up. And if they're bad, they're yeah. probably going to have a better pick. So yeah. like, yeah, like Philly should be set. Like they yeah. did, they did everything right. They have set yeah, it up for Hertz to succeed or fail. And no matter the outcome, it is great for their offense in 2023. Like, yep. Yes, it is. It's perfect. It's ex- it, They did awesome. Good job. Phillies fans, Phillies fans, Philadelphia fans, uh, Eagle fans, like 
congrats to you. Enjoy it. As a, as a diehard Bengals fan, it's really fun when your team is good. Diehard. From from birth. All right, everybody. That that's enough. I I have I don't know. I'm I'm ready to go make our pick at 110, Kane. So we're gonna have to talk after this show. Yep. But we are going to end the show here. Russ Fisher, Dynasty Ad House, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kane Fassell at Devi underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We're out of here. Enjoy your drafts. Today.